Pandas by me and Dave Allen featuring Dan Parkinson and the wonderful saxophone work of Rob Bartholomew. The video made by Richard Kingston of Young Rascal Design is out now. Pandas now. Good morning, Hobo Sapiens or Hoblo Sapiens, if you're in the UK and getting battered around. Uh, I hope uh, all of your garden furniture is still somewhere near where it started the weekend. Um, I hope uh, I hope everything's okay. Um, uh, it, it, it's been uh, it's been a bit blowy around here. Uh, but it's been it's been I've been having fun actually. Uh, the the storm rolled in just as I was having lots and lots of fun um, at a house show. I'll tell you about that in a second. This uh this episode's with Anita Foxall. Anita Foxall is someone I don't really know very well, um, but she uh, she runs the uh, write a note uh, poetry evenings in Southampton, and and she's she's been a face at gigs for ages, and I didn't really know who she was, and then she took some pictures at a gig in Winchester some point last year and um uh and she sent them to me and she's she's become a, a really big fan and supporter of of what I do and, and I thought it'd be quite nice to chat to her she was uh I was actually trying to sort out uh playing her her night um uh at the end of January but my travel to Guernsey sort of uh interrupted that so instead I I said let's do a let's do a podcast interview with you and and uh because uh, she's uh uh, she's Portuguese, uh, but born in Germany, uh, and, and Brexit affects her essentially. And she she listens to 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 all the stirrings going on. And I I, I thought it'd be quite nice to to hear some of that, learn from her a few things. Uh, she also reads some poetry at the end, um, a poem called the Plutonian, which uh, I thought was pretty good. Um, uh, and uh yeah it, it, obviously i have my my public stance on poetry which is um uh obviously that it's all rubbish and and all that sort of thing but but uh but i i really do appreciate uh anyone being creative at all i always think if you're being creative then you're you're not being a dick that's that's pretty much it um you can tell by the by the level of meme work that the right wing really put into their stuff um yeah they're not they're not creative enough. They're not being funny enough. That's why I can't stand them. Um, yeah, so so that's that. Um, so the house show this uh, this weekend was. Uh, uh, I, I had quite a good Saturday. I, I recorded this podcast with Anita, and then uh, I went uh, over to uh, Beck Lombardi's house. Beck Lombardi um, uh, is will be next week's podcast interview. Uh, we recorded that one, and then I went over to Steve Goodall's house. Uh, Steve uh, is a dog trainer and punk and guitarist and uh, the other half of Doogie See God with uh, previous interviewee Wayne Muldowney. Um, but yeah, I, I went round his and we recorded a podcast <laughs> interview with him as well. So I did three in a day. So that's the next three coming out, um, which was <laughs> which is quite handy. Um, I won't get them all out in one go. Don't don't get me wrong, but. Um, but yeah, so there's there's this, but I, I it was quite nice to chat in three different scenarios with three different people about three extremely different things um, in one day, and then uh, then Steve and Corin uh, we were having a house show and they invited around some amazing people and we had 
uh, some delicious curry, uh, absolutely incredible curry, and uh, a big shout-out to Ben Frick, a big shout-out, boop, boop, I know he's a fan, so um, he uh, he made some onion bhajis that, um, that, frankly, Steve and Corin burnt, but uh, they were delicious, absolutely delicious. Um, uh, and as far as as far as the review would go, uh, they they would be. Uh, I, I'd only ever go four and a half out of five anyway because I think everything can always be. Nothing should be perfect. We should always strive for something better, but we should never get there. Um, so sorry, Ben. Um, despite the fact they were five out of five, they're only four and a half out of five. Um, but they were delicious. I love onions. God, I love onions. Some of the nicest things in the world come out of onions. Some of the best meals of your life have started with onions. Oh, that's great, isn't it? Um, yeah, so, and then played a show where uh, the cards came out and uh, I did my thing. It was about two hours worth. I think we only did 12 songs in the end. Um, <laughs> it, was a long, it was a long night, but it was, it was a really funny night. And then, and then as I was leaving, then the storm was coming in and uh, it was time to hunker down in the warmth for a bit and uh, get on with some writing. Uh, that's been going well. I played squash today with Alex McDougall. Um, I lost, but not by much. Uh, felt good to be running around. I haven't run around properly for ages. I feel like I need to get in shape for the Lounge Kittens gigs. I feel like I need to like change my body or something like that or buy some new clothes. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling the pressure of standing on stage with the Lounge Kittens and some other musicians who who are uh, frankly gorgeous and and then there's just like this there's this me in the middle of it i'm just gonna uh, I'm, uh, yeah i've i don't worry i i own me that's fine that's not a problem i'm i'm okay with being me on stage but i, I sometimes worry about being sort of uh <laughs> the the smelly kid with the greasy hair and the school photo sort of thing you know it's like the the shambola chic uh, look that I, I give out. I sometimes think that I'm going to be the guy, you know, sort of people go, yeah, that was a really good gig, but what was that on bass? There's also, I was saying to Alex today, there's a fear that I'm, I'm going to be stood behind Jen or something like that, and there's going to be a picture of Jen with just like this second outline of, of me in the background, sort of around the sides of her. I don't know what that what that's about, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We'll get there. Um, do I need a haircut? Shall I do my beard? I don't know. Uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, uh, it's all bollocks. It's all stupid, stupid shit, and I don't need to worry about it because I'm, you know, like I say, I own me. That's fine. I'm all right with going on stage and just, just being and being honest. And if anyone goes, oh, I don't like that, I go, cool. It's not a problem. But I don't know. It's the pressure of someone else's gigs, I suppose. It's the pressure of. Uh, Knowing that Marianne will be going around with her cameras at these gigs and and snapping me, snapping me, doing my thing, and I'll I'll be there going, hoo, hoo, hoo. why have they got that guy? They could have got someone much more chic, um, and someone someone who, who's played bass professionally for a while, um, not just bass, double bass, singing his own songs about bumholes. Um, so <laughs> so yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm getting a bit. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's there's a, an imposter syndrome to it, I suppose. There's an imposter syndrome to um, uh, playing bass. I I feel like I haven't done that in in a long time. Um, 
I feel like yeah, you know, I've got that um, that thing you always get was like, oh, I'm going to forget all the songs the moment I step on stage. I won't. I know I won't um, because they're in my head. I've been working my ass off on it. I've, I've been putting the work in. That's what that's what I do. Um, but that you still get that little thing going. Well, what if I go on stage and I can't remember what key that song's in? Um, but I will remember because it, it, it's fine. That's that's what it is. And and it's not. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 all these silly little thoughts. It's a lot of wasted energy. Um, energy efficiency is my thing at the moment, so it feels weird to to not. Um, I don't know to get sort of stuck in those loops. To get stuck in those loops. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it's it, it, that's part of the human brain and some of the the human things. But I had a really good weekend, um, and I want to like to thank Stephen Corin and Ben and Anita and Beck Lombardi. Well, Beck, but she was, with Beck, it's Beck Lombardi, and I just love the two words together, Beck Lombardi. Um, <laughs> they're, they're my favourite part because you get to say clom. Um, uh, and uh, and obviously uh, yeah, Steve's Steve's podcast as well. It was just it was just nice to just hang out with all of you, all of the day, and just sort of drink coffee in the right places. Oh, that's one thing that happens in the in the middle of this chat. I do start choking um, because Anita very kindly made me a very strong, wonderful coffee, um, and it's it had uh, the, the grounds were still going around when I had a big swig of it as a sort of a wetting my mouth technique during the during the interview. And then I took in quite a few uh, coffee grounds into my mouth, under my tongue, uh, and uh, and just started choking. I thought I'd edit it, but to be honest, I'll just leave it in there. Uh, it sounds uncomfortable. I just start crying and coughing, and Anita just sort of looks at me as like to say, uh, and I go, yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll get to this in a minute. Um, uh, so yeah, so excuse that bit, it'll, it'll, it'll pop up. I can't remember at what point, about 15 minutes in or something. Um, uh, today's word is tongues because, uh, Anita speaks languages and uses her tongue and, and with the, uh, the poetry and the, just this uh, words and communication, expression, all that stuff, you know, all the stuff that comes from tongues. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I hope you enjoy it. I had a really nice time, uh, getting to know her a lot better. It's, it's really nice. I, I, we we share quite a lot of friends in the world and it's just quite nice to have actually connected up to that that part so this is uh this is me chatting to Anita Foxall from write to note poetry and many other things as well um and uh the word is tongues <laughs> I've seen you at so many gigs mm. and you're such a striking face because you've got like a wildly red and orange hair and, yeah. and glasses. <laughs> and, I'm mad. And usually a big smile as well. You're usually just enjoying art mm. so much. It's like, oh, who's that? And then eventually, I think I ended up playing for you. I can't remember where. I th- the first time I saw you play was in Winchester. For, was it? it was... Fly Away Peter were doing oh, okay. the yeah. attic thing. It's now changed to Lost and Found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was still FAP. 
Fap. In the attic. <laughs> fly, fly away, Peter. Fap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you sent me loads of photographs and just went, oh, it was really good and, and all that. And, yeah. and then, and I had no idea, really, who you are. So I, 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 I uh, that was a nice little sort of, okay, who's that then? Um, and then you started to send me, uh, then you took some music of mine to Portugal. Yeah. But I don't, but you're, you're Portuguese. You're not Portuguese. I was born in Germany, but okay. raised in Portugal because um, most of my family are Portuguese. Okay. So they're All now right. pretty much both in Portugal and okay. Germany. Right. Uh, my mum's in Portugal and I lived there until I moved here four years ago. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Germany, whereabouts in Germany? Uh, Aachen, which is near Holland and Belgium. Okay, so so not so, far from Cologne. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that bit of Germany well enough, but yeah. but yeah. Okay. So they call it the three corner border. Okay. Because yeah. it's, you've got Germany, Holland, and Belgium half an hour distance by car. Wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, wow, that must be amazing. Yeah. Wow. When. <laughs> But a bit political now, but when, yeah, the, yeah, do, do when it, do. the euro came, was it the official currency yeah. for Europe, um, Portugal was a bit like, hmm, yeah, everything's more expensive now, we can't really calculate <laughs> if it went up a lot or not, because you have to go to the supermarket and do a lot of calculations. And the people in Aachen yeah. were filmed symbolically burning the Deutsche Mark, because now they could go to Holland and Belgium exactly. without having to worry. Amazing. Because they would go all the time, yeah. and from that moment onwards, they not so, worry so, anymore. So the single currency made the travel easier? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because Portugal has suffered uh, financially because yeah. of the euro. But afterwards, travelling, you don't have to okay. worry, really. And so Portugal, yeah, I mean, so this 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 is where we're getting to. So we're getting into basically the fact that Brexit's happened or yeah, the yeah, transition's yeah. happened. <laughs> um, and I know you're nervous and uh, scared. I, I feel, I think I'm all right here. I haven't suffered, okay. experienced anything. Okay, so from workplace... It's, it's, yeah, yeah. No, nothing at all. The thing is, it's um, the anxiety of not knowing what's going to happen, but that's for all of us. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to happen? Um, there was a nice thing written the other day saying, Boris Johnson should stop campaigning and start leading. Hmm. Um, you know, he should stop trying to sell us on Brexit now, because yeah. he sold us, apparently, and so, so now it's about delivering. Yeah. So, obviously he won't, because he's a massive liar, but... Um, uh, I, yeah, I'm worried about it. I, I, I was worried about this week being, because this is the first week since it's happened, I was worried there was going to be a lot more incidences of racism and um, yeah. uh, uh, anti-migrant uh, sort of work, you know, sort of, uh, sort of, sort of um, not work, incidences and, and, and uh, attacks and yeah. things like that. And, and I was getting a bit... Um, uh, nervous about that, really, because I was mm -hmm. really worried about everyone. You know, I have a, a friend, um, Onion, uh, who on the day, <laughs> on the day, so Onion is from Southampton. Um, I didn't even know his heritage. He's brown with a beard, and he, um, uh, and he was told the day of the Brexit vote, go back to your own country. He's uh, delivering pizzas, you know, on his little scooter, and going, mm. what the fuck, you know, just yes. you know, fuck off, and and so. There's that identifier of skin colour, but 
but with you it will be an accent as such. Do you, yeah. do you get do people pick up and ask? Yeah, you? they often ask me where where my accent is from. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I think it's a mixture of various things. I don't know. It is. It's, it's confusing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people ask me if I'm Dutch. Okay. Got, yeah, I was born near Holland. Maybe <coughs> the air that came from Holland. A, a bit of de Vlaams. Um, uh, uh, I get. Com- I people ask me where I'm from all the time because I I don't. Um, I don't have a Southampton accent, mm. but it's slightly weirdly Australian. Although I've never been to Australia, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's a bit, a bit far Geordie, away. <laughs> and so it is a bit, it is a bit of a, a fuck up. And uh, people were saying, "Are you Aussie? Where are you from?" Or what's and you're like, uh, it doesn't doesn't sound matter. Aussie. Yeah. No, mm. I think it's uh, it depends on where I am. It depends on the ears of people listening. I suppose is actually what yeah. it is, really. Yeah. So, well, have you lived in many places? I've. Uh, lived around a lot mm-hmm. but mainly in England yeah. so so it's not it, it's not um uh it's not like I've but I, I travel a lot and I hear a lot of other people yeah. so I spend a lot of time in Liverpool so you you take on a little bit of scouse yeah you know and then and then you know it's it's just that sort of thing where if you spend a lot of time sort of in Scotland for a while you end up with a slightly scottish not yeah. quite but you know but you start saying we a bit more and you know, and words that yeah, yeah, you would you use up, and you yeah. wouldn't possibly. So you, you, I suppose it's about listening rather than talking, I suppose. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what it really is. Okay, so um, uh, what's, uh, So when it comes to, obviously you love art and you love uh, travel and you, know, you like all these countries you go to, obviously, and, mm-hmm. and, and all that. You were saying, just as I got here, you lived in Denmark for a bit. Yeah, well, that was after uni. There was okay. a, a programme like Erasmus. Okay. But you go as a trainee teacher somewhere else in okay. the European Union to um, ideally teach your language, but if not, your language has got to be something cultural in it. Okay. So oh, I was wow. teaching English and German, and uh, I sometimes would go to history classes to speak a bit about Portugal, but okay. it was a village and they were all Danish and couldn't speak English or German. Wow. So, and so you I, I sort of had the, the history teacher as an interpreter telling them. Wow. And, yeah. So what and was, it was a school oh, for adults as well. So just like the phone going. Um, that's what was, was interesting. It was a school um, for adults, so mainly companies could send people that they wanted retrained. So, or, okay. or you could decide, I'm just, I want to learn more about maths or history. Okay. And oh, so it's sort there. of like a night school, but an yeah. old school. Okay. Yeah, so most of my students were retired people because they were retired and yeah, nothing to do. do. So I'm gonna That's learn, quite nice. I'm going to learn some English now. Yeah, yeah I really so want that my mum nice. to start doing that. Yeah. My mum my obsesses about learning French, Italian or Spanish. She should do it. Yeah, absolutely. But she, she, she's over her life. I've just moved her house, so I, I know this. Mm-hmm. Over her life, she's bought a lot of books to teach her French, German, and Spanish. Okay. Not French, uh, French, uh, Italian. Italian, and Spanish. And she's got boxes and boxes of books yeah. that she hasn't read. If she'd read all these, she'd be able to speak French, Italian, and Spanish, and maybe have made up her own Esperanto yeah. sort of type type uh, language as well. And I, I think that's. It's lo- you know, it's, it, I think the intentions there with so many people. I I'm, I only know one language. I'm not very good at mm. other languages at all. I feel a bit ashamed of that, really. Um, although I was writing some music the other day with music notes and actually thinking, this is a language. I know this it language. It is. Okay, all right. It I can is, write yeah. that one down. I know that one. But um, 
Um, but at, at the same time, you know, I learned a bit of French at school, but we didn't really learn yeah. super French. I could tell you where the Hotel de Ville is. Um, yeah. And uh, I once tried to learn German to go to Germany for some gigs. Mm. And um, the moment I got there, I think we, we flew into Frank Frankfurt and... The moment I got there, I tried to ask for some cigarettes or something like that in a in a shop, and the guy just goes, "Oh, English." I'm like, "Yeah, can I have mm. some cigarettes, please?" <laughs> it's like, you know, the transaction was easier yeah. because everyone knew English. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know if that's a thing for Germany, but is it, 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 it is it the language of the EU? The English is that the English and French or something? Is the yeah, I think so. The business languages. Yeah, because it's the one that. Most people speak. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's not the... I think that's really strange. Because England, and especially the UK, isn't actually the biggest part of it all. No, and it's not even the most widely spoken language no. in the world. It's Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese, and then Mandarin, I think. Uh, or, or Spanish. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. the three yeah. of them are going to yeah. be there. Yeah. And so... Portugal's just because... Brazil is massive. <laughs> That's the uh, only reason. Well, yeah. and some African countries speak Portuguese as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so so the, the, I was trying to get into sort of into the poetry that you do as well. So so that there's because you write in English or do you? Yeah, write in, yeah. Do you write in your, your other languages as well, though? Uh, well, when I was in Portugal, I was writing a lot in Portugal because I also had creative writing classes for okay. you. Um, but sometimes it'd come out in English anyway. Okay. Um, I have a lot of English friends in in Portugal who are yeah. all teachers. Okay, uh, and it's it's fascinating because I, I I think that's such a an amazing skill. I for me that's an awe inspiring thing. It's like what I'm just going to write in this language now. I'll write that one now. And, yeah, oh. well, I studied languages. Yeah, so of course, yeah, for yeah, four yeah. years so I was just English and German pretty much the whole day. Yeah, and then oh, I, yeah, I just think it's. it's it's amazing. Um, I think I always try and find a catch word for every interview I do, and I think mm. this one will be tongues. I think okay. it, it, needs to, <laughs> it needs to be tongues. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do that. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it, it was either that or ears. I'm not entirely sure because, it, yeah, because of listening, but no, no, it's tongues for sure. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, so you're, you're doing poetry in several languages, but mainly English and you see loads of art and stuff like that mm -hmm. and obviously you see art in different cultures and what have you you must see something else in the world what what do you get from watching so much music and performance and performing yourself and putting on what you get different things from different types of art or the mood you're in I think even yeah. um or, or the type of art. Uh, yeah, sometimes I just go to a gig and because I know that I love the music and I just can sit down and relax. Mm -hmm. Sometimes yeah. you go and see some art because you know you will look at it and it will make you think. Yeah, um, that's it me. It really I'm, depends. I yeah. like provocative. I need provocative. I I I'd never rest, so I'm 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 someone that needs something to. Uh, it's very hard for me to relax mm -hmm. and watch someone perform. Because I think, because my job is that, essentially, I'm always... Oh, so you're paying a lot so of attention. Going, okay, that's an interesting choice. And yeah, I never and how quite, they play. Yeah, I never quite enjoy anything. So it's, it, I do, obviously. I, I love, you know, going to see things. But, but I always make, yeah, there's a sort of, oh, that's a strange choice of 
putting that before that or yeah. you know and, and just the construction of um a piece as such i i always i always think it's good you know what what choices were made from necessity rather than choices made from creativity yeah you think something completely different yeah uh, uh, it, and it, it is um it's a busman's holiday i can't rest until mm. until i've sort of worked all that out and i i still enjoy things but i i enjoy the the production as much as i enjoy the um the art itself yeah it's a bit like i i do look at how well the walls are painted in the gallery that's sort of what it is i mean so, oh, so someone um, you know used a different paintbrush for that bit. Yeah. yeah um i am there and so okay so what i'm trying to try, trying to get this all back to you and 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 uh your poetry uh so you you write about lots of you write about from what i've heard there's only been that one gig really that i've seen you at well, it was supposed to be another one last week but i had to be on a ferry um but you write about the minutiae, you write about the little things that remind you of the bigger things, I think. Is that... Yeah, I, I think it, it's easy for me just to, to picture little things that I see happening and that interest me. And then sometimes you think, I don't even know why that interests me, but it stays mm. in your head and I thought, I'm going to write about this okay. then. And you're not a, really a rhyming poet? You're... Not really, no. <coughs> Sorry, I've ingested coffee grounds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. <coughs> oh, coughing break and a bit of crying. That's fine. <laughs> You'll be fine, sorry. I will get there in the end. <laughs> Do you want a spoon? No, no, it's fine. It's not that. I just needed to let it settle. I stared it too much. Oh, okay. That's my problem. <coughs> okay, so... <laughs> oh, coughing. Maybe the theme... Yeah, it's all stuck underneath my tongue. Ah, see, oh, catch go. word. Okay. Um, do you ever feel like you should get political with your poetry? Is there, or do you do you get or is your poetry political in itself? I haven't seen uh, the, any overtly. I don't think my poetry is political, but I think a lot of things you can you can take wherever you like, really. Mm. Yeah, uh, you can absolutely. interpret them how you like. Yeah, no, that's, that is true. I um, I always think of it, in times like this, I think it's it's more about mm-hmm. for me. It's I need to make bigger statements. That's where I am. But it's, mm-hmm. I'm going the other way. I'm not angry anymore. Um, I'm going to be so kind and so loving that it just seems like a massive waste to to be yeah. angry at all. I think that's that's where I'm trying to be. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, I mean, we've been here in history before, so we know how this could go. Yeah, not how it will go, but you know, that's that's, um, and and there's a part of me that just wants to try and um, reclaim everything that I have, mm-hmm. which is um, not angry, not angry, not you know, but, and, and so so my art is going that way. My art's going to a, uh, uh. It is political, but it's, it's the politics of mm-hmm. this is how good it could be, not the politics of you're wrong, yeah, which is a a, a big thing. Um, and uh, lead from the front, I suppose, is the 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 sort of the catch of it. Yeah, but, um, but be what you think should be the right thing rather than yeah, yeah, fighting what you yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. It's, wrong. Yes. it's it's the internet argument, isn't it? The, mm-hmm. When you argue on the internet, there's no one changes any minds and no. nothing gets done. 
No. Um, the more you antagonize these people, the worse they yeah. get. Uh, the, the, best, well. the best thing I've ever found was the, the David Blowy technique. I don't know if you no. um So when it's usually an angry white man yeah. uh, having a go at me about something, um, I just ask them, when was the last time you had a blowjob? And that's the only question, okay? And then they're, they're, it shuts them up. <laughs> well, they either answer with, well, it's got nothing to do with anything, you're a pervert, whatever. They'll resist the answer. And you say, mm. I can only engage in conversation with you until you've told me the last time you had a blowjob. There's no right or wrong answer. And, you know, and it could be, you know, 10 years ago. It can be 10 minutes ago. But until you've answered it, I will not engage in this conversation. And then they'll resist and resist and resist. And then eventually they'll say something like, well, it's been a while or... They'll say, oh, it's, you know, it's pretty good or whatever. And then the moment you've broken down that intimate honesty, mm-hmm. you actually find men have suddenly opened up about something. Something they're insecure about, something they're, mm-hmm. you know, something they don't want to be honest about. Um, uh, and the moment you've got that, you can go, great, okay, well, you know, and you can actually talk. You can actually, you've broken down the, that sort of, that angry facade and it, and also it gives you a chance to talk about being the sort of person that people want to put yeah, in their mouths. Because you catch them off guard. They, yeah, don't, exactly. they don't see exactly. that coming, do It's they? the only thing I've found that works on the internet of all the things I've ever mm-hmm. tried. It's the only thing that I've actually ended up befriending people that have come in attacking me uh, because of the fact that as men, I think we can share. Uh, mm-hmm. There's an insecurity around our sexuality and blah, 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 blah. So much insecurity to do with macho men yeah. that the moment you can talk about some of that is the moment you actually start to break down their um their defenses and mm-hmm. their 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 own uh character building you know the the fact that they've essentially said i am correct on the internet and they've built up this character and you're just like well yeah you are but you know let's talk about why you think that and then deconstruct yeah so so I always like that and it's 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 um uh that's the only time I've found the internet actually works the arguing and, the, and all that sort of thing so yeah so being kind sometimes needs provocation yeah do, do you see what I mean <laughs> anyway um this is me I, it's, it's in the morning and my brain is like <laughs> um I haven't spoken to anyone all day so you're it sorry it's <laughs> alright um okay so uh, I I so your poems and your poetry and your art and um, all all of this, I, I always think there's there's so much you could say that I think that a lot of a lot of Englanders, I won't mm. say British, a lot of Englanders would actually like to hear to say you know just to hold the mirror up mm-hmm. to us and, and stuff like that. And I always thought that poetry is a good place of doing it, music's a good place of, of yeah. doing it, and. Um, uh, and and to to look at um, all your travels and all the tongues you know and all that. I mean, is there a, a so? I, I suppose what I'm trying to get out here is 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 there a, a is there a book of poetry in you that you could write right now about how fucked up as a not an outsider because you're not an mm-hmm. outsider, but as a someone with a different perspective what do you think the UK's just done? Do you think we've just had a massive midlife crisis or something? I, I think, I think uh, 
they don't know what they've they don't know what they've done. I think it's a bit like it's all right, we know what we're doing, and back in their heads, like what have, what the hell have we done? You could see yeah, that see. so clearly when uh, after the referendum, um, the leaders of Brexit were terrified. Absolutely, they yeah. were like, what the hell? We were not expecting this to happen. Their faces were. That's the scary thing. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, you don't have a plan then. That's reassuring. Uh, and then there's too much pride. I yeah, think there's too in much pride admitting, to, yeah. To, yeah, to say, no, we, we didn't quite believe that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just an election. Um, I think there is that. I think I think it's become more of a religion. I think the pride has made it into a yeah. religion so that people now just go, it will solve everything. We just got to do it. Yeah. And um, I think that's quite sad. I think that's really sad. Okay, so so you see, sort of see the UK as almost having a, a a sense of denial about its own... Yeah, it's a, it's a step that was taken and now that I think everybody feels like we can't go back now because yeah. it's admitting we were wrong and we can't do that. Yeah, that's so strange. I always think, what you know, so Portugal obviously had its troubles. I don't know too much about the Portuguese mm. financial troubles, but I've seen reports that Portugal's actually doing really well in terms of uh, decriminalising drugs. Um, mm. Has that worked? Yeah. Or is it the Portuguese way of being, way of life is, but there are rules. Yeah. We can go around the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> that's how right. Greece ended up in trouble as well. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then, yeah, and Greece and Portugal are in trouble at the same time, and then the EU, and I think Portugal has all the rights to be upset at the EU, because yeah, yeah, the yeah. EU sort of forced Portugal to help bail out Greece. Yes. They're like, well, but you declared us nearly insolvent. Yeah. And now you're telling us no, we're you're... part of the, the... We're the pea and the pigs. Yeah. And yeah. now we've got to... Help bail out Greece. So yeah. there was a lot of like, anger again. Not not so much anger, but really bitterness yeah. against unfairness. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, How unfair is it, it? That is that is the problem with a massive government like yeah. the EU. Is is if they if you're going to treat everyone equally, you treat everyone yeah. equally, and that's you know that is that's a bad leadership. Yeah. Conversation. What it should have been is we'll treat everyone equally and a little conversation with Portugal to say, chip in what you can, you know, we'll we'll cover you or something like that. You know, yeah. it, it should have been that. It should have been that sort of uh big brother type thing. Mm. But has has Portugal so obviously the UK has its own uh colonial past as well. Portugal has its yeah, own yeah. colonial past. Which I think has actually paid off quite well. In a weird way, because you ended up with South America, essentially, you know, as, as a, you know, as a, as a, quite a nice. Yeah, uh, Brazil's been an independent. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. The yeah. moment go, but yeah, yeah, there's always that connection and yeah. culturally. Yeah, okay. Um, is there a, so I, I feel a sense of, not shame, because it wasn't me, but um, uh, perspective and understanding to our colonial past in the in the UK sort yeah. of thing, you know, sort of I understand there's there's gonna be reparations and bitterness and to be mm. friends you should be kinder to people to say, sorry I beat you up. Yeah, but a lot of damage was done oh, yeah, by, by by a lot of European countries in absolutely, Africa. Yeah. yeah. I mean Belgium. Yeah. No one even talks about Belgium. No. Yeah. They sit quite like there in their corner. Yeah. Yeah, Holland and yeah. yeah, yeah, that was all there. So yeah, we're pretty shit Europeans, aren't we? Yeah. 
Portugal, wow, terrible. Yeah, as well. Wow, yeah, but also great in so many ways as well. I like the fact that it's smaller than Spain, and I like the fact that it was just there on the edge, going, yeah. And we've got nothing to do with you. Yes, we're here, but we're not Spanish because a lot of a lot of people think Portugal is part of Spain. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. No, that's a, it's that's like a, telling a Scottish person that they're English. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. It that's, is the same. <laughs> is the thing. Um, uh, 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 I do, I do find that that quite quite interesting, and and um, uh, yeah, there's there's a because uh, Portugal doesn't well, it does have lots of little independent uh, dependencies, uh, islands and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it doesn't really have. Like a, it doesn't have like a Catalonia situation, does it? Where no, there's any no, sort no. of division within it. There's no. No. It's just Portugal. Yeah. There you are from there's south rivalries north. between north and south. Okay. Like every country yeah, yeah. has. Yeah, di- of course. With, yeah. Within different regions. But not wars, though. Or no, borders no, no. Or, or... Yeah, and normally the hate is just enticed by football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, the things we could. The things we can blame football for. <laughs> <laughs> I like football, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't understand the rage and I know, I people don't get, get so angry and about it. So obviously in Southampton, you, you, there's the portrait, there's the Portsmouth, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. and um, I don't get it at all. I have such a lovely time in Portsmouth whenever, whenever I'm there. I like Portsmouth yeah. as well, and 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 I sit there worrying why some people might actually hate me if I say I'm from Southampton. You know, it's, that's just mm. just the weirdest thing. You know, it's like I don't play the football game and. I remember seeing a, a a match on television between Portsmouth and Southampton, and one of the guys, there was a guy in a wheelchair on the front line, on the, the side of the pitch, basically yelling at one of the Southampton players, you fucking cunt! <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, put that to bed now. You know, you're literally, you're at a football match. Shut up. <laughs> you know, this is all right. This is not the worst thing in the world. You know, you could be watching, yeah. uh, I don't know, murders or something and... That would be worse. A lot of people get really... Yeah, yeah. It's all identity. It's all identity, because it doesn't actually exist. No. That's what I find really fascinating. It's all in our minds. I always liked football and always watched football with my dad. Uh But he he never really got angry or upset. So he he always told me, why should you get upset when you're not never going to make the amount of money that one of them does in a month, in your lifetime, yeah. <laughs> and they don't care. Yeah. So why should you? <laughs> yeah, I always like the um, the self importance of it. I like the um, this is very much about identity and national opinions of me. But the the amount of people that will say what a manager should do to their friends or whatever, and you know, well, what we should be doing is, <laughs> and you go, wow, why are you even? Set? That's a waste of energy to even think. Yeah, you know, and then not even tell the person that who can affect it to not even go to the manager and say, "Listen, I understand why you're playing that particular arrangement of things, but this is what I think." You know, there should be a queue of people outside the the dugout. <laughs> so I go, Excuse me, I just think, <laughs> yeah, you know, I understand. A little suggestion box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave yeah. here for a manager. You know, do it as a shit sandwich and say good thing, bad thing, good thing. You know, you're doing really well, but. I think we could score more goals. Um, you know, do it that way. <laughs> do it yeah. that way. Um, yeah, but yeah, but but I always think that's exactly the same thing with national identity. Is people 
from my country, I even say my country, say we, we should do this and we should do that. I was like, mm -hmm. well, you should do that. But people have the need to identify with something. Do you think so? I think so. I think I want to explore this Because do you. I think people want to belong to something. Okay. Um, so that they but don't does, feel so does that thing need a geographical border? Yeah, I, for me it doesn't. And yeah. I, I don't understand. When people ask me, so what, are you Portuguese or German? I was like, I, I'm quite happy to say, oh. I think right now, just to annoy people, I'm just saying I'm European. Yeah, okay. But no, but it, it's true. I've yeah. never even left Europe. I travelled a lot, but always in Europe. Do you say it hoping so to pro provoke something? or do you? Do you... Well, if, if they want to take it as provocation they can but it's it's a it's a fact yeah yeah, yeah. no I'm, I'm i'm in full agreement i think yeah, that's, that's a fact um i think that's lovely yeah i i don't really, i identify as an artist mm -hmm. more than anything because i i know for a fact that art does not have mm -hmm. a national border yeah you know, art doesn't really have um uh any sense of geographical because it's all in our heads yeah. and it just comes out it's just a thing we express yeah. um, and that's where I, th I wonder if humanity eventually after we've had our little midlife crisis here you know and think that it's all about mm -hmm. borders and yeah. economic systems I wonder at some point maybe the internet will actually do its job and connect people who identify all over the world mm -hmm. as certain things so the nations become fluid as such and become a spectrum yeah. more than more than uh, something um so physical and so um divisive essentially a border is a, a division i've just been been writing about it you know no bird cares if they're flying from hungary to Bulgaria. they don't know yeah <laughs> they go oh, i'm gonna need a they'll just passport. say oh it's nice and warm here yeah exactly yeah here <laughs> oh, the food's quite nice here yeah um yeah, the worms are very tasty. <laughs> tasty yeah but they don't know they've crossed a border so mm. and the bulgarian worms are going hey these i'm being eaten by a hungarian yeah i don't <laughs> understand what this worm's saying it's all right i'm eating uh, anyway yeah I, I just i find it strange and then the more money you have the more porous borders are but the less mm. money you have borders become very hard to cross yeah that i find that's interesting as well you know the the well obviously it's not interesting it's just greed and and power but but having lived in a place where there's three borders or three mm -hmm. countries and in, in one place and then the money made it easier yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah oh i loved watching the because we uh, i was in portugal at the time and we were all a bit concerned about how much harder it would be financially for everybody. Yeah. Because when you start calculating simple things like the price of coffee, and it nearly doubled. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you went, wow, okay, our, our, our wage is going to double as well. Yeah. So, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't so, happen. So, um, yeah, and then I remember watching the news, and I was like, oh, that's Aachen. And everybody was, like, symbolically burning. It was amazing. It was quite amazing, yeah. I that think they amazing. were the only happy people in Europe that day. Yeah, they okay. were really, really happy. I thought, wow. Yeah, that <laughs> okay. is, that, 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 I think that's that's. I mean, there must have been people in the Netherlands and, and yeah, Belgium maybe. doing I the same. Yeah, I think the Belgians are quite. Yeah, it's all yeah, right. Yeah, okay. they're so relaxed. <laughs> it's it's quite interesting. It re is really interesting. I've never thought about it because we didn't go to that model because mm. we didn't go to the euro. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I think, in in a weird way, is the right decision for the UK. Uh, you, you know, it, it, 
be- just because of the fact we are the place with the big sea border. I mean, I know Ireland has mm-hmm. has its its thing as well, but um, it it felt like there was a um, Denmark. But they it's very interesting. When you were speaking about identity. For them the um, crown, their crown is yeah. is their identity. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they kept asking me, but then you don't have your own currency with your president or king or whatever and I was like, What why do I need well, that? that? I'm just gonna yeah. give it to someone to buy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't care. Well, I don't think a coin identifies me. But they are very <laughs> strongly attached to it it's their currency well, that's quite fascinating I mean it's exactly the same here um, and and the the pound itself means nothing mm. in so many ways you know it's, it's a quid it's a you know it's not it, we don't sit there looking at the pound coin going this is the best yeah you know, and it this, comes this and goes identifies me yeah absolutely yeah. in and out out of your wallet very quickly <laughs> I suppose what that comes down to is uh, again probably the colonial, colonial past. You know, yeah, we, we made a lot of a lot of pounds from from the world, mm. and I, I think it is. I think it's to do with very much being an island. I think being an island is a is a whole new part because most of Europe is connected by land. Yeah, you can drive from the north to the south of yeah. it without crossing any water. Yeah, um, whereas you come to the UK and it becomes a different thing it's only Ireland that really has that um, uh, that Ireland uh, yeah. status mm-hmm. but they bought into Europe wholeheartedly they yeah. had their troubles as well you know everyone's had their they troubles they did yeah um, at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but they bought wholeheartedly into the European project and went mm-hmm. okay we're going to do this and we're going to... They were the first right. ones to recover as well financially. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and I think showing willing, not to the European government, but showing willing to the project. But, you know, it's, it's a bit like everything, isn't it? The moment you engage with something that's asking to be positive. I'm not a believer in God, but if a church said, we want to feed all the homeless people, and you get involved with that, you'll feed lots of homeless people if the intention yeah. is shared then then you will always uh, make more progress within mm-hmm. it so so yeah so Ireland essentially said yeah we'll, we'll do this we'll we'll make we'll make Europe work and the, mm. yeah they suffered for a bit and then yeah they're doing they're doing well they've got their election this week today oh they've got an election today oh, yeah that's very exciting um Okay, so let's. I'm um, getting back to you. I want to I'll eventually get to your poetry. Sorry, I keep, <laughs> we keep sort of going into the politics. Yeah. Um, okay, so poetry is um, uh, your form of expression. Do you play any instruments, or do you? No, no. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. Um, yeah, when I start writing, actually, short stories, um, mainly when I was in uni. Okay. Uh, before you, I, I wrote some poetry before that. And then when I was at uni, I started writing more short stories. Okay. Do you like short stories as a form? Yeah, yeah. yeah but it takes me such a long time to get through and to write it yeah. and rewrite it. Yeah, they, they take a while. Yeah. I don't, I don't think people realise the art form in the short story. Yeah. There's you know, 5,000 words or You whatever. have to capture a lot. And yeah. I, I love Kurt Vonnegut's short stories. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. They're really just perfect yeah. in so many ways. I love a short story collection. Yeah. Uh, so, have you stopped writing short stories? 
I rarely do now. Okay. Um, but I used to quite a lot, and I stopped. Um, I just started writing poetry. I don't even know how that happened. Okay. I think I always wrote both. Yeah. But there was a phase where I wrote more okay. short stories, and we had um, I had creative writing in one of the years at uni, yeah. and one of the professors was just big. Um, very well-known uh, Portuguese writer, okay. a very old man, and okay. I think he was doing it. Who, who he, was that? He was called uh, Urbano Tavares Rodrigues. No. I don't think you've ever heard no, of him. No. He, he died the year I moved here. Okay. Um, I think he was already, he was very, very old, old when, when he was our uni. professor. Wow. And um, there was one of the projects we had, he wrote the beginning of the short story, and we all had to write different endings. Oh, wow. And he loved it so much. He said, you know what? I'm going to approach my publisher and I'm going to have this published. And he did it. So we all have a, a book of short stories with the first two paragraphs were written by him and are the same for everybody. Amazing. And then we all finished it differently. Wow. And did you read the others? Obviously, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, we did, so, we did. Uh, there were about 13 of us, I think. Okay. And what? What? So, what was? What was it? What was the story? So, so oh, the, I don't remember. It was ages ago. Oh, damn! The book there somewhere. Okay, that's all right. I'll, yeah. I'll look at it later. But uh, wow. Okay, that's a that's a, yeah. an impressive exercise. Yeah, it was I great. Really, yeah, I love workshops um, because I mean I think as artists, everybody has those periods where you want to create, but yes. everything everything sounds rubbish. Or you feel or, like you're doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, nothing sounds right, and uh, what I find helps me is just do a workshop, sit with someone, and yeah. make them think, make make yourself think differently. Okay, make yourself try something that you've never done before. Yeah, and then then that makes it click. It clicks, and it helps a lot. That's a huge thing. Um, writer's block. When people have writer's mm. block, I always tell them to. I, I never remember what it's called. You write down the word of what you want to um, yeah. talk about uh, each letter down the first line of, of a page um, and then you try and write sentences to do with that first letter so, okay. so they all start there so you just it's not quite writing poetry and you should never use what you have but in terms of writing lyrics if you're writing mm. to a theme but just start in your brain in a place you, you, your brain ended up waking up and going oh I can do I can do better than this I can uh, yeah. your brain loves challenging itself yeah all you have to do is wake it up and say yeah we're working a little now. bit yeah. yeah we're working now and it goes oh, oh okay yeah I'd love to do that um okay so you're writing short stories and, uh, and then poetry happens mm-hmm. um uh and poetry is it, it's like a vignette isn't it of a short story, I suppose. Yeah, so, yeah. So. I think that's how my poems sound, at least. Yeah, that's things I observe yeah. in stories and little stories. Yeah, and and the, the um, I suppose that what they when I was listening, uh, well, I can't remember what it was. Beginning of January, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking of Alan Bennett. Oh, okay. I really um, like him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Alan Bennett had this has this eye for the minutia that that tells a, a a whole load of character uh-huh. but it's it's to do with a doily or a double-ended macaroon or whatever you know it's it's it, yeah. it there's the comedy in it but it's um it's the the sentimentality of the object 
mm-hmm. that he puts into the writing as such and 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 uh, that's why I, when I was listening to 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 you that's what that's definitely what I was mm. I was thinking about was this um because you wrote the talking heads didn't you that's right yeah it's amazing which are sort of I've, monologues yeah I've which, seen I've seen um a play yeah in, in Lisbon Cause, yeah I used to volunteer in theatre in Lisbon oh, wow. that, that is an English theatre so it's a lot of English professors from my uni mm. who decided well the theatre had been there since the 40s it's been now closed down okay. it's a sad story oh. but um, so I, I started um, volunteering with them mm. um, very early on so right. I was always speaking English with them because right. they were all English and so I mainly did backstage, stage, um, stage, stage manager, yeah, yeah, okay. and a lot of lights and sound, where mm. the sound was basically playing CDs. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you need play a sound here, play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all sound people do. Yeah. Um, okay, and what, you put on, you put on Talking Heads? Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was not involved in that one, but I went to see it. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing, and I think I I did about I thought about acting when I was a kid mm. for about five minutes, and I ended up doing like auditions for the National Youth Theatre and all sorts oh, wow. of things. Wow! And uh, I didn't like it though. I did, I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to be part of that sort of thing. Um, I remember having a teacher that said, came out and basically said, um, 99% of actors are unemployed. This is going to be hard. It's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's not me. I'm not, I'm not that guy. And, yeah. um, uh, and monologues were never my favourite part to learn. I never wanted to learn and deliver, mm. you know, sort of these, these soliloquies and this... this um, uh, again, it's a short story. It, they are short stories. Yeah, they but are in the first person with added the added expression of body movement as well. Yeah, which it is, is difficult. Yeah, it's Very really hard. difficult. Um, so I, I, I see your your poetry a lot are like smaller versions of, of that anyway. So mm. that's, that's okay. I'm, oh, that's that's really nice. That's a nice nice connection. Okay. Um, uh, when did you realise that you wanted... Do you like going on stage with it? Were you always a performer? No, that I, I told people... People here asked me if I was involved in going to... In the poetry scene in Portugal. There isn't really a poetry scene in Portugal. Surprising. Yeah, there is... People like <laughs> yeah. poetry, but they like to read it yes. in books. Yeah. Or if they go to poetry readings, it's going to be generally an actor reading poetry oh, really? by um, an established poet so okay. if you're a new poet you have to fight your way through it and get published wow. uh, from the duncan green he yeah. was in um, a slam competition in portugal and i was like what does that even exist uh, <laughs> i'm glad internet. it's it's starting yeah. and i think from what you told me it's been the big push has been from people who live there who aren't even portuguese i think yeah. i think they're both french Okay. It doesn't matter as long as it starts that that's way. That's right, yeah. I, I, I'm saying that's, that's the internet bringing yeah. artists together or art forms yeah. together rather than the country saying yeah. we're going to be slam. Now, you know, it's, and I like that. I really love that. Um, when I travel here, I always go, uh, oh, let's see if there's a spoken word event somewhere. Yeah. Uh, in Portugal, I wouldn't even bother. I know they don't exist. Okay. They don't exist. No. That's 
That's amazing. All right. I yeah. bet. Music. I've, I've, yeah, Portuguese yeah. love music. Yeah. They'll go to gigs and yeah, yeah, dance and sway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I, I, I understand, I understand that part. Okay, so, so you, so the, Portugal. There's not really a, a performance scene. Um, when did you start performing? Was here in Southampton. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I went to write a note one night because I um, I met Dave Hubble and he told okay. me about it. And I yeah. thought, okay, I'll give it a try. And I said, I'll go and see how I feel. Yeah. And I was speaking to some friends in Lisbon and they said, no, go ahead, do it. I mean, you're going, just do it. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I'll, I'll see how I feel. Yeah. And, yeah, and, okay. yeah, and I, then I continued going. And did you just get up and... Did you select a poem to start with? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. just the one. Or sometimes you... you change your mind. Okay. Quite often you change did you your get mind. Nervous? So, no, I don't want to do this. Were you nervous at all? It depends. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm okay. not. All right. Um, I, I was telling a friend the other day. It's like it's really silly the things that make you nervous when you perform. Yeah. Really silly. Uh, you know Matt West. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think he, he's he's an amazing poet and uh-huh. he. Does a lot. Works really hard. Pushes yeah, a lot of yeah. people and helps a lot of people. His workshops are amazing. If he's in, if he's in the audience, I'll be nervous. Okay. All but right. he's lovely. He doesn't make people nervous at all. Absolutely. Yeah. He. Um, he. Yeah. He's really, really supportive of. Yes. Everyone. So yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay, that's really fascinating. I think it's because I really admire him, and I go, oh my no, God, Master. I understand. I don't. Um, yeah, and I was speaking to my friend Simon the other day, and he was telling me that he feels the same. With other people as well. So okay. I like, oh, if I know that person's a new audience, I'll just get really nervous. I get nervous if I know I have to be funny. Oh, okay. Um, I like being honest on stage, mm-hmm. which is usually being funny. But if uh, someone's paid for a comedy night, yeah, I will. I get nervous that I'm not going to be funny. It's so weird. Mm. And then you relax. You relax and you just do the thing that you do. And you don't have to be funny all the time. Yeah, people have paid for laughter, yes, but they've also paid for stimulation. So, yeah, like okay, let's just let's just keep keep doing the thing. But yeah, I, I get nervous then. I pace, I walk around, going mm. trying to work out, trying to come up with things that I'm not in control of. Uh, yeah, the nervousness is bizarre. I know, I, I know, I know. Yeah, it's a completely useless thing. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, yeah, but I, I did that so... And did you get a buzz off the first time? Yes, yeah, that's okay. why I continued going. Okay. I was like, I, I like this. Okay. I like this. And, um, yeah, and then it developed, because then I got to, to know Issa, who was uh, yeah, yeah. hosting Writing Out at the time, and then okay. he told me that he wanted to stop hosting it. Okay. And he said, well, can we gradually pass it on to you? And then he, he, he at some point... When was this? Two year, one year ago, more or less. Yeah. Okay. He just decided to stop it early, and I thought, okay, I'd already agreed that okay. I, I'd carry on yeah. and do it now. So he says, a, a Southampton poet. I should put all this context in for yes, yes, you know, yes. Uh, Southampton poet. Um, uh, he's had a hell of a life mm, at yeah. quite a young age. He always looks like he's still twenty years yeah. old. <laughs> he never, he never ages, despite everything no. he's been through. But he's one of the loveliest sweetest um, uh, and honest people that I think I've ever met. I, mm. I, I find him quite intimidating in a weird way. It's because he's so tall. Uh, <laughs> he is very tall, but I also just think he's 
he's experiencing things on a much deeper level. Mm. Have you seen him perform? I've seen him perform, yeah. yeah. We did a house show not far from here um, about three years ago or something like that. And, and he, yeah, he just absolutely got me. Just like, wow. And I yeah. I love him. Yeah, I love him. Because he's very, he's very um, reserved, a very reserved person. But then yeah. he's, when he's, if you spoke to him before, you've seen him perform, you go, oh, wow. Exactly. You <laughs> do that? that? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's um, he's fascinating. Okay, so so I didn't realise that Writer Note was his, actually. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, he started it at the Notes Cafe, remember? Oh, okay, That's why yeah. it's called Writer Notes. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I never went into Notes. No, yeah. I did. I played there. Damn it. Did okay, you? yeah. Um, I was thinking of um, the Blue Note, which is down in ah, uh, Shirley. But um, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that one. Um, it's on the corner. It's yeah, now a near Vincent's Walk. Meat yeah. place now, isn't it? It's, it's just like is. right next to Thrive, the vegan yeah. cafe. <laughs> yeah. they set up Very place, interesting. Literally, a place called Meat or something, yeah. or or eat meat. It's called a steakhouse. Oh yeah, it's probably called that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm putting subtext in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I read, well, meats and yeah. And the, in the name like there's anyway that, there's that Brazilian restaurant uh, I've, I've never been to but they they literally just when you've got a green card up they just bring you everything off the grill oh yeah um, <laughs> meat, it's called meat, meat. Rudizio, and it's, it's very popular in Portugal Portuguese yeah, love yeah, their meat yeah absolutely um, and then you put the red card yeah, on they, they'll and just they bring, they'll just bring your meat <laughs> until you explode it's true yeah. it's dangerous that's dangerous let's yeah. face it I, you know I have a problem with eating you know, if I'm feeling sad and I've got the green card, card flipped, it'll be hard for me to flip over onto the red. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep doing and, it. And I've never been to the ones here, but in Portugal, they go, you go, no, I'm all right now. And they go, oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I think I'm all right. Just, wow, like, sure, feeders. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hospitality's big. In, yeah, in yeah, Portuguese yeah. Thing. yeah. Oh, My yeah. mum's like that. She, yeah. If someone comes over, she'll have to overfeed them. Yeah. The sort of person who said to me, "You look skinny." Yeah, <laughs> she, would, yeah. she would say this. That's everybody. Oh, yeah. no, you Do you want a fried egg on that? It's a cup of tea. Do you want a fried egg on that? Yeah, she's one of those. Okay, yeah. right. My <laughs> mum will ask me if I'm hungry after lunch. Do you want wow. to eat anything? No, mum. It's <laughs> amazing, isn't it? We just had lunch. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, I love it. Food just mm. that moves across borders quite well. Yeah, yeah. Food's very good. Um, Okay, so you're performing, uh, you're doing a thing, and so write a note is yours now. You're yeah, in. yeah. Okay, I'll come and play it at some point. Yeah. But you know, you've heard me do my poem. Yes, and you have to do it. <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried that my poem is really offensive to the poetry no, community. No, they'll be all right. Yeah, I know they'll be fine. They'll it's, be right. it's only a poem that can't hurt anyone. And I think quite a few of them have heard it already. Oh, so. okay, that's all right then. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do get a buzz from. But doing those it. who haven't heard it, I, I'm just going to look at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always I get worried that that poem, poets will ostracise me forever. <laughs> and, and, uh, it's not about that. I I I personally find because lyric writing is mm. something I do a lot. So I find poetry weirdly quite easy. Um, it's then the performance side of things that yeah. I actually find. That's where I. That's where a lot of spoken word actually lets me down. Mm-hmm. Really, it's not nothing to do with the words. I would rather read quite a lot of poems that mm-hmm. I hear. If the performance isn't um, engaging, and it's not to say good or bad, but it's 
literally some people can get up there and go oh, do the thing and, uh, yeah. and they'll mumble through a a wonderful piece on the page yeah and I that poem's lost to me so so yeah. so do you do you encourage performance of poems or do, is, is that a thing that poets do to each other saying I noticed on the second verse you uh I don't. I don't do that, especially because I host writer not. I want yeah. to put people at ease. Okay, yeah. And course. quite a lot of times, people come and they're nervous, and I tell them, just because you're here, it doesn't mean that you have to go perform. Absolutely, if you yeah. don't want to, just sit there and watch. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's. Oh, I, I think it's great that people come and see others perform. Yeah, totally. Because they came out of the house to see other people. It's I think beautiful. it's great. Yeah. So I, I don't mind if if someone tells me, yeah, I want to read my poem and then they change their mind. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of course. So okay, I, so I don't really like to... So it's enabling that. as such. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 think, I suppose it's something that music has always done and comedy does a mm. lot. Comedy is really self-reflecting and music is on the performance. Yeah. You know, did everyone cheer that's your that's your it's very immediate isn't it yeah and with poetry there isn't actually that human reaction and you know because every poem is different with comedy you're out to make people laugh mm-hmm. with music you're out people to make fe- you know mainly people feel a few emotions but at the end they'll cheer because yeah. they loved it whereas with poetry you you're kind of looking for something internal yeah. as the but reaction. There, there are some immediate reactions depending on the poets. Because yeah, some poets are really funny. Yeah, of course. Some yeah. are really yeah. provocative. Yeah, yeah. And some just, you just stay quiet at the end because you want to think about it. Yeah. And some songs are like that as well. Some songs are like that, but usually yeah. you clap. That's the, that's the thing. Uh, you know, with, with poetry, it's, it's a bit like when I read a poem, I will feel it and I don't, I don't mm. feel the need to do anything after that. I will just feel it and let the, the feeling happen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, performing that uh, uh, something that intimate uh, yeah. it can be yeah. and performing something that honest but also something that flippant as well. I think um, poetry can be a thought. You know, there, there are some yeah. people that, that write down four lines that you know, go, that's, yeah. that's as it came out and that's... Yeah. That's what it needed to be. Um, uh, I don't think that's dismissive of poetry mm-hmm. as such, but that's sort of what poetry can be, is almost any thought. It's almost post-its sometimes. And, yeah. Um, uh, 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 but yeah, uh, uh, but yeah with, with the performance of it, I always wonder what... But if... also, because I, I host Write a Note, and a lot of the people who come are regulars. Yeah, yeah. It's lovely to see how some of them have changed. And progressed, yeah, yeah. Uh, on your, yeah, yeah. It, you can say progressed, or you can say that they changed style. Sometimes you can okay. see that. All right. I just, it's just great to see them That's get lovely, more confident yeah. as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you, you'll see that people who have a lot of uh, obstacles, either because physical obstacles or yeah. because they're really shy or. Um, yeah. And they have to overcome that. It's it's really it's quite amazing. Yeah. It's it's quite a. It's almost like a, <coughs> an enabling community yeah. um, evening, I suppose. And in, in, yeah. in what yeah, without saying any of those words in any um, derogatory way at all. But you know, but uh, enabling people that because music doesn't have mm. that night. We do have an open mic thing. Yeah. But that can easily be ignored. If you say, I mean, you know, your open mic performance, mm-hmm. pe- people aren't there to necessarily hear it. So, um, 
but music doesn't have that thing where the the people who might be scared of it, people who are still trying to find it and all that, we don't have that one uh, night where we say, these mm. are all the new people, these are all the new things in the world, let's sit down and listen, absolutely yeah. wholeheartedly listen and encourage and talk. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that. And I think maybe there's room for that in the world, is, is literally new musician nights, mm. you know, where people come along and go, this is a song I'm trying to work out, and they'll play half a song, and that'll be great. That'll be nice. Yeah, really there you it. go. You have a project. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. That'd be awesome. I'm just trying to trying to learn from the poetry world because I've been dismissive mm. for too long of of poets and poems. And, yeah. Ricky Tart has a poem, uh, which is "I am a performance poet." Yes, as well. Yes. Have you heard it? I have. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's an incredible. It's, poem. It's, an, it's an amazing piece. I think you should both do yours back to back. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I love working with Ricky. Whenever I'm on the same bill as Ricky, I love it. Yeah, he's really amazing. Really amazing. He's a, but also he brings a. Again, it's the performance. He, mm. he elevates a lot of his work with um, uh, stagecraft and yeah. you know, and, and how he addresses people and um, the humour to take down big subjects, but then the he's got the impact to make yeah. something else, and it's. Yeah, I love Ricky Tart. He's mm. he's he's really good. I need to talk to him at some point. I haven't seen him for ages. We've been I saw missing him each other. last week or two weeks oh, ago right, before right. at the God's House Tower. Oh, okay. With Gecko. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was yeah. a really good night. I bet, I bet yeah, that's really good. It was fun. Uh, would you like to read any poems? Have you? I, I see um, your notebooks there. I, I, I can. remember it from last time. Yes. Yeah. It's up to you. I was checking if I had anything else, but no, these are just no, other I, books. I, I thought it'd be quite nice. I don't know how long I lo- we've been I lo- doing. I love I, books, and I've got books everywhere. You're quite right. So you oh, should. I don't know. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. Do. Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah I, 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 know, I know how you feel about poems. You know, you, you do like to do. <laughs> um, but it'd be nice to give give a a, a little sort of um, uh, recording. Could be the archive okay. for you. So, because yeah, well, because we were speaking about identity and patriotism, and yeah. things like that. I went through a, a bit. What was it last year? I had to go to Portugal and renew some documents, and mm. that was horrible because okay. the bureaucracy in Portugal ma- makes you want to kill yourself. Makes yeah, <laughs> make, makes Kafka world sound lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Kafka world, that's oh. that's near Disneyland, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, okay, right, okay yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the gloomy people. Oh, it was horrendous. Okay. So, yeah, and I went through a period of, like, it's okay. Um, I'm illegal in Portugal because I don't have the, these documents. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just embrace a new citizenship. Absolutely, yeah. Somewhere else. Quite right, quite right. I wrote this one. Okay. I was a bit upset at the time. All right. Uh, where is it? I've decided to be organised and not to look. You're not going to get angry at me on a No, Saturday no, 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 no. Okay, because no. I wrote this then. Oh, God. No, 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 no. no it's not an angry poem at <laughs> okay. all, Okay, oh, think. that's all right then. No, that's all right that. then. Just frustrated. Uh, it's called Plutonian. Okay. I am Plutonian. I've been downgraded with you, Pluto. I've been sent to be your only inhabitant. The journey was long and cruel, but I'm here. I'm strong. I'm valiant. 
I don't need Saturn's rings. I don't need the sun's heat. There are no forms to be filled in and the life on Pluto test does not have to be failed or passed. The fees are waived off if you show commitment, regardless if you're a diplomat, a refugee or a comet. Whatever you are, you are welcome. Pluto wants you full-heartedly and wholesome. Dwarf planet, embrace me for I'm now your only legal citizen. I am Plutonian and proudly so. Too distant to be seen, too small to be remembered, but here accepted. And this sounds so insane and dystopian, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm Plutonian. So this is my new That's amazing. citizenship. Yeah, I feel like I'm a Plutonian as well. Yeah. That's all right. And that's well, okay. or, oh. uh, fantastic. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> oh, let, let's let, let's end welcome. it there. I think that's, that's the perfect place to, to end. We'll catch up at some point and see. Yeah. I think as things change here over mm. the next year, I think I, 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 I'm going to be talking to more and more people absolutely affected by it. As a white, straight British man, mm. I've got nothing to worry about, but I'm going to use Oh, you that. never know. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm liberal and a Remainer and a, all, all the other labels that people want to put on me, but, yeah. but at the same time, I can walk past a crowd of angry men and I know there are people who can't. So that's my yeah. That's my obligation now is to never walk past. So, so that's that's it really. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, Plutonians, all of us, let's fucking go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> Beautiful. There is no test. <laughs> that's very simple. If so, yeah. do you, it's a long travel though. Yeah. Are you alive? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. You're welcome. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. That was me talking to Anita Foxall. Um, there'll be some links in the description for uh, some of her stuff. Um, her photography is also amazing. I didn't even really get into her. She does a lot of gig photography. I'd, I, I've seen her more at other people's gigs than I have at my own as such. And she uh, she she does this thing where she she basically takes lots of performance photographs, which are really, really good, and sends them to the artist um, uh, a couple of days later to say, here you go. Um, and I, I, I think that's a really, a really nice thing to do. Actually, it's it's um, the one thing. I mean, the one thing. I've, obviously, I can never do is, is see myself play on stage to experience the live, you know, sort of uh, gig. Um, not that I'd particularly want to, but at the same time, it's, it's quite a good way of getting a good reference of, of how you're doing. But, but yeah, to have to have those little moments captured by someone else that you haven't asked to do as well, because I don't really set up lots of cameras and things like that. I don't want to spend loads of time thinking about my digital content profiles. Um, I, I want to get on with the work. That's basically it. I want to just think these things and put them out there. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and, uh, yeah, and she does all that. That's, that's, that's quite a nice thing. Uh, the Pandas video is out. The Pandas video is finally out. I got round to it. I couldn't actually deal with it whilst I was in Guernsey because of, uh, I don't know, I just didn't have enough internet or something um, and it wasn't working very well and it took me a million times to try and upload it onto onto the, the Facebook profiles and all that sort of stuff. Um, so Rich Kingston's uh, wonderful Pandas video is now up and ready to go. Uh, so go and share that. Um, I hit some initial problems when I started to try and boost the post because uh, it met some sort of strange uh, profanity settings to do with their uh, Facebook's AI. Um, so I had to get that reviewed by an actual human being and they went, oh yeah, that's cool, not a problem. It's quite funny actually. Um, 
so so yeah so it will it'll require a little bit of help i think with from human beings to to pass it around so uh so if you go go on to the well i'll put a link in the uh description as well to the to the pandas video and uh uh, and you can go share that around just in time for Valentine's Day. Um, what you doing for Valentine's? Um, don't worry about that. Don't, it's all bollocks. Um, even if you're in a committed relationship and you, you love someone completely and wholeheartedly and all that, still all bollocks. Um, and don't buy into it. Um, it's uh, it's a nonsense thing. If you can't say you love some some, uh, well, if you can't say I love you to someone uh, every day, then uh, don't wait for once a year to fucking do it fuck me <laughs> what a waste of time um so yeah so so yeah i hope you're I, whatever you feel i hope you feel loved and i hope you can give love um i need to go and uh do a lot of other stuff i know i've got a, a million things to do i've got some traveling to do this week and uh some jobs uh and uh yeah and just uh generally getting on with things uh, i've got no gigs until the lounge kitten shows now which is the end of this month so we rehearse next month uh next week um which will be uh, amazing and hopefully put quite a lot of these uh strange and silly fears to to rest um uh i don't think they're all consuming me they're not they're not at all they're just um they're just in there they're in the back of your brain aren't they going yeah but you know you're not a real bass player are you you know you didn't go to any schools to learn the bass um but it's okay it's all right i've gone to the school of being on the stages where i met you and i've gone to that school so i can do do anything it's fine it's fine <sighs> and i'm looking forward to seeing the kittens again i haven't seen uh well i saw zan after we recorded her episode, um, whenever that was, October time or something, I can't remember, September maybe, I don't know, um, but yeah, I um, I haven't seen her since then, and uh, it'd be nice, I can't wait to see them, because they're my mates, and I quite quite like hanging out with them, they're nice people, um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to sort of booking some more shows, I've been booking the tour up uh for where it starts on may the 1st in fact if if uh as the next album comes out um and uh yeah i'm i'm gonna book more shows um i think we're up to about 25 at the moment uh there's still some festivals to get back and all sorts of things um it's all over the uk currently or all over great britain at least um i still haven't got to northern ireland yet i'm still nervous of it should i come to northern ireland okay i'll try i'll do what i can um uh and obviously to ireland ireland would be quite nice as well um what a great big fuck up this whole thing is um and uh uk hun uh <laughs> and uh and uh yeah and I'll, I'll book up those tours um uk hun itself is sort of taken a strange new dramatic twist i think um, in the fact that I'm, I might just absolutely abolish everything I've I've already written and just sort of take the best bits and sort of rewrite it again. I don't know yet. That's part of the writing process. Um, I tried out some new bits of comedy on stage the other night that I quite enjoyed. Uh, they just popped out, but uh, I made a note of those. So, yeah, just uh, everything's all right. Just writing, isn't it? Just creative. Just getting on with it, but uh, trying not to ever become a force of complacency in a world that is naturally uh, quite 
evil and bitter and selfish. Yeah, that's it pretty much. And that's all we can do. Uh, so, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this uh, this week's episode. Uh, we're back next week with Beck Lombardi. Beck Lombardi. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, and then we'll be talking about, oh, voices, I think. Is it voices? It's voices. I think that's what their word's going to be. Their word's going to be. That's a conversation I need to have with myself. Um, so, yeah, have a good week. Enjoy. Uh, everything enjoy everything you see except for um the shit that the tories are up to um you you know you know they're gonna do it so don't get too angry just become the exact and opposite force that's all we can do uh okay so enjoy your week i'll see you next week um bye 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 bye